Situation, your retirement is at risk. Mission, in order to help secure your nest egg, Ranger Tom will infiltrate your financial situation, detect, close in on, and help minimize threats to your retirement. Execution, using a three-pronged approach that includes social security maximization, the color of money risk analysis, and tax protection strategies, our team will work tirelessly to help protect your golden years. Sustainment. Using the Generational Vault, Ranger Tom is able to continuously monitor your financial life. Command and Control. Ranger Tom from Georgia Wealth Advisors is the lead on this mission. He has many years of experience in the financial services industry. And now, here is Operation Retirement with Ranger Tom. Well, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It's me, Ranger Tom, for another episode of Operation Retirement. Here in the Operation Bunker, I hope you're having a great Sunday afternoon. And with me is my buddy, Tony Shore. Uh, Tony, how are you doing today? Well, Tom, I'm, I'm much better now that I'm here with you in the studio recording the radio show. I absolutely love doing this show each week. And welcome to our listeners who are tuning in out there uh, this is a lot of fun talking to our listeners every weekend on the radio. Yeah. And by the way, I haven't even covered our topic today, Tony. And what I want to tell the listeners today, I'd like to talk about the three phases of retirement. So when people think about retirement, Tony, they just call it one thing, retirement, right? Well, to me, it's a journey. You've got a journey in retirement, just like we had a journey in our working years. And during that journey, all of us are going to go through three very prominent phases. And each one of these phases, Tony, there's different planning that needs to be and there are different things that we're doing. So we're going to talk about the three phases in retirement and kind of give the listeners ideas on things they need to know about. So whether they're starting retirement, whether they're halfway through their retirement or they're, they're, they've been in retirement for a long time, hopefully we can give them advice on based on what phase of retirement they're in you know, the kind of planning they should be doing. And I'm excited about the show today. Yeah, me too. I really am. That sounds interesting. So there are different phases to retirement. And I guess I've never thought about it that way, Tom. I mean, my wife and I talk about when we're going to retire and then how we're going to make that money or our retirement accounts as last as long as we do and how much we're going to need in retirement. But I, I don't know how all that relates to these different phases. So what are the three phases and where do we start here? Well, Tony, first of all, I need to let the listeners know that, uh, you know, the motto of our radio show on Operation Retirement is a simple plan, well executed, right, Tony? We want to keep everything right. simple. A lot of people think retirement planning is complicated and there's a lot of uh, folks out there helping people with retirement that like to use the big alphabetical words and to talk about retirement. But we want a simple plan, well executed. So I say that to tell you my three phases, I have very simple uh, terms for them. I call them your go-go years, your slow-go years, and guess what you move into after that, Tony? It's your no-go years, huh. right? And so when we first retire, yeah. we're excited. We're, we're, we're in our go-go years, and, and I'm going to talk about the planning you want to do there as you move in toward maybe your 70s. Um, it, it, everybody's health is different, but early to mid seventies, we start getting where we're slowing down, right? We're spending more time at the doctors than we are on the, 
on the dock, you know, on the on uh, on vacations. And then, unfortunately, we've got a plan for those no-go years. Uh, when we're elderly and we're having a trouble getting around, there's, there's planning and things we need to do uh, to protect ourselves for those. So it's your go-go, your slow-go, and your no-go years. And then we'll break them down here in the show, talk about them and, and the things that go on and, and how you plan yourself. Wow. Okay. So uh, there's the... Um go-go years of retirement. And that's when you first retire. You still have your health. Uh, you want to go out and do things. Uh, then there's the slow-go years where you might be slowing down a bit. And, and then there's the no-go years when you move to maybe into assisted living or, you know, you're, you're just kind of worn out or or you might start having some serious health issues in your old age. So you, you're really uh, just kind of uh, taking it easy then and, and uh, eventually not going at all anymore. So uh, I get that. I, I I can see how that would be. And you've seen that happen over the years with your clients. I know uh, you've been doing this for a long time. You've probably seen many people go through all three of these phases, haven't you? Tony, can you believe it? I've been in this business since 1989 and I certainly have. Wow. But I yeah. think, why don't we break it down in each section and let's talk about each section yeah. What, what you can experience, what the, you know, the good things are and what I guess your financial yeah. decisions need to be. Yeah. Yeah. What, what about our finances in that first, uh, the go-go years, I would imagine that really, we need to really have our finances in order and keep them in check in our go-go years. Yeah, Tony. And I tell you what, uh, go-go years are very fun. As I said, I've been in this business a long time. And when folks first retire, and they realize they, they're going to be able to retire comfortably and they have their plan in place, they are really enjoying their retirement. Sometimes I can't get a hold of them because they're traveling and enjoying themselves. But I would call your go-go years in retirement, Tony, that's first of all, when, as you first retire, it's your honeymoon phase, right? You're just getting your retirement feet wet. And um, Tony, um, what day of the week do you spend most of your money at? What, what day of the week? Monday? Thursday, what day? Probably Saturday. Right. You're off. You're, yeah. you're out. You're looking for stuff. Well, guess yeah. what, Tony? When you get into your go-go years and all of a sudden you're not getting up in the morning uh, to beat that clock, every day is Saturday. And so ah. folks, folks start just a, a natural consequence of going to spend more money as they first retire. Tony, the go-go years are also the time that any of the, the travel uh, goals that you have, or anything on your bucket list that you're going to travel on, that's the time you really want to do it, right? Your health is good. You know you can get it. You know, uh, if you have that European trip or you want to go to the, the you know, the rivers in France and uh, taste the wine or whatever that, um, that goal is, you want to do it when you first retire because I have seen many times when folks retire, Tony, they put off the, the big uh, – uh, things they want to get done. And one of them has a health issue later on, and then they never accomplish that goal. So you want to accomplish uh, yeah. those things. That's, that's one of the first things that you want to do. You, you want, you know, you're going to enjoy it. You're going to figure out now, as far as decisions you got to make, think about it, Tony, I have a lot of people when they're retiring, they haven't decided whether the home they're in is going to be their permanent home. You know, they may have, um, kids out of state. They're considering whether they might move there. Uh, they're deciding whether, hey, if I stay here, am I going to keep this house? Should I move to a smaller home? 
uh, those are all the decisions you make, you know, that, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the other things that are real important to when you first retire, as far as your finances, that 401k that most people have been saving up, you know how you receive that after you retire, don't you? No. How do, how they, do you get that? They give it to you in a check form. So when you ah, go to take you it, go. you know, you would obviously want to take it from your 401k and into an IRA. But when you leave the employer, he's going to send a check directly to um, your IRA and it's going to be up to you to make the decisions on how to allocate it. So one of the most important things about your go-go years is to realize that you're moving into a different phase of your investment career. Tony, what I mean by that is while you're working and accumulating money and you're you're contributing to your 401ks or your IRAs or you're putting the money away in savings, the idea is to grow your money, right? You're in an accumulation phase. You want those three letters, ROI, which is return on investment, right? We want our money growing. However, when we start into our go-go years, Tony, we move into another phase of retirement. We, we go from our accumulation phase to our preservation phase. Mm. And now those letters ROI don't stand for return on investment anymore. Tony, that's reliability of income because uh. now we want to start enjoying all this money we work so hard for, right? And we want to make sure we have a reliable income. Because yeah, income is the key. I mean, and that's what you help people do, right? Is solve for income, figure how much they're going to need to go go in those go go years, right? To go go in those go go years. But Tony, you know the real challenge for people in the go go years, and thing that uh, gives them a lot of anxiety is, you know what the biggest risk in retirement today is simply longevity. Tony, we're living a lot longer, and right now, a female, for example, age sixty five has about a 35% chance of seeing a 90th birthday. Isn't that unbelievable? <laughs> you know, the fastest wow. growing age group in this country are centenarians, you know, folks that have, uh, are a uh, hundred years old or older. And so you have to make sure that your money lasts that long. And, and what I find folks get nervous about or, or they keep themselves from spending that money and enjoying that, that bucket list is because they're worried that if they live a long time, they may run out of money. So this is the time that we put together a personal pension plan that we know that the income that you need, you're going to have for as long as you do. The last thing you want is your account balance is going to zero before your blood pressure does, right, Tony? <laughs> well, yeah, definitely. You want to make it last at least as long as you do and hopefully have some left over even, but uh, making it last. And like you said, people are living longer and longer. More and more people are living to age 100. I just saw a report on TV about that, how people are living longer and there's so many more uh, I believe is it septuagenarians, uh, the people living past 100. Yeah, absolutely. It's incredible. And, and, you know, Tony, with our retirement income strategy session that, that we're offering the uh, listeners today, sure. they can actually find out, you know, folks don't, un- don't know how much money they're going to be able to reliably withdraw from your investments. And folks, if you don't know, and you're trying to figure out how much income you can get from, from these 401ks and IRAs and, and savings, 
uh, I welcome you give us a call in and ask for that complimentary retirement income strategy session. Tony, you know, there's no cost or obligation. We can show them how between their social securities and, and if they have any pensions at work and, and based on, on uh, what they're going to be able to comfortably withdraw from their retirement accounts, what their income in retirement is going to look like. It's a very important time in your go-go years to find that out and to have a income plan in place. Right. And you're just the guy to help us. Now we're out of time for this first segment, Tom. We have to take a quick break here. Is there anything else you want to add before the break? Why don't you let our listeners know again about that special offer and how to get a hold of you? Hey, folks, and whether whether you're, you haven't entered those go-go years yet, you're just planning on uh, getting ready for the go-go years, you might be in your slow-go years or even your no-go years. If I can be of help, or if you'd like to to give us a call for a complimentary appointment, one of the best things we can do is our retirement income strategy session. No cost or obligation. We'll show you exactly the maximum amount of income you can have during your lifetime in retirement. Just give us a call. The phone number is 678-638-6363. Again, 678-638-6363. Or you can visit us online at gawealth.com. All right, and stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of the three stages of retirement and how to manage your finances within those three stages. It's each very different. Uh, With our host, the Ranger himself, Ranger Tom Lowry, on Operation Retirement, right after this. Throughout our working years, we attempt to accumulate as many eggs as possible into our retirement nest. Unfortunately, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where their retirement assets should be invested. At Georgia Wealth Advisors, we have put together a simple way for you to group your retirement assets. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, download a complimentary color of money report at gawealth.com or call us today at 678-638-6363. And welcome back to Operation Retirement. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host from Georgia Wealth, he's here, Tom Lowry, the ranger himself. Ranger Tom is here, and uh, Operation Retirement is a good one today. Uh, We're talking about the three stages of retirement. Tom, you said the three stages of retirement are your go-go years, your slow-go years, and your no-go years. Uh, And I love breaking it down that way, but in our first segment, you talked about the go-go years, what to expect, and what you need to do. Uh, Now, what are the slow-go years? Talk to us about that one. Well, think about it, Tony. You know, we're, we get on to maybe around the age of, everybody's different. I, I like to use the age of 70 because it, there are special things to consider at the age of 70 for those 401ks and IRAs. And of course, they're your required minimum distributions. But somewhere around the age of 70 to 80, we start slowing down, right? We're, we're not going to be doing as much travel, which is why I recommend you get that bucket list done on your go-go years. Because if you haven't have something on your bucket list, you didn't make, and then all of a sudden you find yourself in your slow go years, you might never accomplish that bucket list thing because you may not feel like it. You know, it. Traveling may not be as fun. Waiting at the airport, getting online, we're, we're just getting older, you know. Tony, maybe we're not sick, 
maybe we're just tired or maybe we're just sick and tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard you say that before. That's right. for so, sure. And, 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 and so that's those are the, Right. So, so however, even in your slogan years, you're, generally I find folks, in, you know, in their 70s, they usually have had a group of friends or hobbies or things they're enjoying. So they're enjoying their retirement. They're just staying closer to home. So this is why, you know, during those slow go years, you want to make sure if you haven't picked out that permanent place or, you know, some folks wait and they said, okay, I'm getting into seventies, you know, certainly things like, uh, your living accommodations, making sure you have a master living room on a main, uh, floor, you know, it's very difficult if you get into your slow go and no go years, if you have to climb upstairs to get to bed, you know, or have to put one of the little uh, chair lifts going up the stairs. It, it, you know, a lot better to plan to have that master on the main. You know, we talk about a lot of that, that uh, clients are, are generally, if they don't have the master on the main or if they have a nice house and the master's on the main, they may just spend some extra money and, and make their house new again and stay where they've, they've been. That's interesting. I never heard, I never thought about that, but you know, if you have a one level house or your master bedrooms on the main level and, and everything you need is there. Maybe you can stay a little longer. Mm -hmm. Another important, I guess, financial consideration, if you didn't do it in your go-go years, which you should have, but one of the things we didn't cover on uh, our last uh, session on the show is the estate planning. So, you know, certainly in your go-go years, and if not by then your slow-go years, you need to make sure your estate plan is up to date. And sometimes if you've had an estate plan and now you're 70 years old, you haven't looked at it for 20 years, you might want to dust off that will or that trust, those powers of attorney to make sure uh, they're still good. You, you want to make sure that your beneficiaries on your IRA accounts are up to date. Uh, very important for folks, if you don't, you need to have successor beneficiaries on any qualified accounts you're 401ks or your IRAs. And Tony, the reason that's so important is if I don't have successor beneficiaries on my IRA and say my wife predeceases me and I meant my IRA to go to my kids so that they could stretch out, use the stretch out provisions and take that IRA over their lifetime, they're not going to be able to unless I name them as a beneficiary on my IRA. Uh, if, if I don't have successor beneficiaries, Tony, my entire IRA becomes taxable income the year I pass away and my kids lose half of their inheritance of my IRA because I've got to pay taxes on it. Very, that, that's the wrong way to do it. Yeah. But, but the other thing, and as, as, as we cover in our income strategy, uh, session is that you have those RMDs or required minimum distributions that come out of your IRA. And Tony, I know we usually let the listeners know the, uh, that IRA is not an individual retirement account. Uh, uh, Uncle Sam calls it an internal revenue account. <laughs> because, <laughs> because, it, right, because it's a joint account with Uncle Sam. It's a joint account, exactly. Because at eight, it, he requires you to pull out a required minimum distribution. It's so interesting uh, that, that, you know, there are some... Um, changes in some laws right now under the Senate and House. They, there's the SECURE Act and the Retirement Income Security Act between the Senate and the House. 
they're 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 looking at maybe changing the RMDAs to 72, which might make more sense. But it's always been 70 and a half. So it's when the year you turn 70 and a half, Tony, Uncle Sam makes you take a certain amount of money out of your IRA and you have to take that every year because that's going to be ordinary income. He wants you pulling that money out and the older you get, the more money he makes you pull out of that until you no longer fog a mirror. And then mm-hmm. you, when you leave it to your wife, when she pulls money out or to your spouse, they're going to pay taxes on every dollar they pull out. And then when you leave it to your children, you may not have an estate tax or, you know, uh, because your estate's too low, but they're still going to pay ordinary income on every dollar inside these IRAs. Your IRAs, ladies and gentlemen, are your most tax hostile account. And you need to make sure you're planning that properly. And you need to understand, hey, are RMDs right or should I start pulling money out sooner? Yeah. To ma- as part of my income strategy. So by but but most people, Tony, when I see them, even if they might have a, a good financial advisor and they're 67, 68 years old, they haven't even talked to them about planning for those required minimum distributions. And it's uh, by the way, this is also between the time you're 59 and a half and before your first RMD at 70 and a half, this is the ideal time for you to do tax planning with your IRAs. And what I mean by that, Tony, is many times uh, making a Roth conversion. And for the listeners out there, what I mean by that, if you have a traditional IRA, every dollar you have to pu- you pull out is going to be ordinary income for you, as I mentioned. If you convert that money to a Roth IRA and you take a portion of your money and you yeah. convert it to a Roth, yeah. you would ha- have to pay ordinary income taxes on whatever dollar amount you converted. Sure. But now that money is in a tax-free account that you will never have to pay taxes on again. And on a lot of these income strategy reports, we find out where we show folks how they can actually over the next five to 10 years, you know, without paying much in taxes, convert a large portion of their most tax hostile account to their best tax free account. And that's all part of this, the income strategy, uh, uh, session that we have. Tony, the, 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 Figures are somewhere around 65% of people that are the age of 65 right now are going to need some type of long-term care in their lifetime, might have to have people visiting in their home. They might be in assisted living in nursing homes, and that can completely uh, obliterate your nest egg. So we make sure we have protections in place to protect your nest egg from those things like spin down on nursing home things. Well, hey, you know what? We actually have to start wrapping up the show. Uh, is there anything else about the no-go years you want to let us let our listeners know before we go? Well, we have one thing in particular. When you get to your slow-go years, you really start looking back and you start wanting to make sure everything's in place. Is my will okay? You know, you start questioning everything you've done. And what I've enjoyed over the 30 plus years I've been in this business is, is that when my clients enter their no-go years, everything's already in place. They have no worries and the family is, is taken care of. And it's, it's, uh, one of the, I guess the, the best things about my job is I, I, I enjoy doing, but I do want to tell the listeners, Hey, if you need us, give us a call again, the number six, seven, eight, six, three, eight, 63, 63, have a wonderful Sunday afternoon. 
And by golly, God bless America. Thank you for listening to Operation Retirement with Ranger Tom. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Tom Lowry at Georgia Wealth Advisors. Call 678-638-6363 or visit their website at gawealth.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Opinions expressed are solely those of Georgia Wealth Advisors, LLC, and staff. All topics covered are believed to be from reliable sources. However, Georgia Wealth Advisors, LLC makes no representations as to its accuracy or completeness. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services offered through Georgia Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through Georgia Wealth Management, Inc. Georgia Wealth Advisors, LLC, and Georgia Wealth Management, Inc. are affiliated companies. Tom Lowry and Georgia Wealth Advisors, LLC, and Georgia Wealth Management, Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.